Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. Today's show, we're answering your questions. What do you do if condoms make your penis unhappy? Is there a right way to flirt in the workplace? And how to mix up doggy style if your partner is not a fan? Plus, the latest from a groundbreaking survey on sex. That's right, sex. That's what we talk about here. And you won't believe the results. They're pretty amazing. All this and more on the latest Sex with Emily. Okay, you know how I'm always talking about how important it is to mix up things in the bedroom. Well, Hustler Hollywood stores, which you should check for a location near you, they should be your main destination for the best toys, erotica, the sexiest lingerie, and most of all, the easiest way to find the answers you've been looking for and how to enhance your sex life. Unlike other adult novelty stores which you've been to, Hustler Hollywood is is an experience in itself. It turns shopping for sex toys into an enjoyable and enlightening experience. Don't believe me? Take your partner there on a date. Let's say you want to spice things up in the bedroom. Say, hey, honey, let's get a little shopping here. It's a beautiful store. They have about 12 stores around the country. And they're filled with attractive, eye-catching displays, the top intimate products on the market, everything you hear me talk about. And their staff is so knowledgeable and friendly. I was there the other night, and they were showing me, like, hacks to toys that I love. Like, did you know you could use it this way? I mean, they're super cool, and they're here there to help with any questions you have. You can shop with a partner for yourself and, you know, you just, you just want to take your sex life to the next level. Hustler has all the toy products you need to get you there. So if you're not sure where there's a Hustler store near you, visit HustlerHollywoodStores.com and find it. But also, Hustler Hollywood store loves my listeners, so all you got to do is when you're checking out, say, at the checkout, say, Sex with Emily sent me or Sex with Emily. I love Sex with Emily. Whatever you do, Sex with Emily, 20% off. How's that? Love it, right? So check it out. And also, here's the amazing news. I'm doing monthly events at Hustler. My next one, oh, Happy Anal Sex Month, is at Hustler Hollywood. It's a workshop. It's in LA. It's August 25th from 8 to 10 p.m. Backdoor Basics. We're going to be tackling some of your top questions and curiosities surrounding anal play. Common myths and misconceptions. We're going to be talking prostate play, pegging, sex toys, lube, so much more. And um, it's time to face those backdoor fears once and for all. And I'm excited to help get you there. Now, you might be thinking, oh, I'm going to go to anal sex. It's so uncomfortable, blah, blah. No, these workshops are intimate and fun. I was going to say they're hands-on, but they're not. I'm not going to be uh, actually touching your butt. But we will be talking in a very warm, opening, opening, open environment. So RSVP today to HH. R-S-V-P at LFP.com. That's H-H-R-S-V-P at LFP.com, like Larry Flint Productions. Okay, thanks for listening. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily. You got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. Well, you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com. Check out our mailing list. Sign up for our mailing list. And um, we'll send you an email just once a week. It's 
super friendly. I get more compliments on the emails sometimes than the shows. No, that's not true. I hear from you all about the shows. But um, we send you really good stuff because we produce a lot of freaking content in a week. We write blogs. We do videos. It's a lot of stuff we talk about on the show, but more in depth. So we link to that, and um, I think you'll like it. And also, if you want to listen to the podcast, you can easily subscribe to all the episodes. We have two a week. And it's a good time there. And I'm here with Anderson. Just do it. Just do it, baby. How have you been? I haven't seen you in a good. week, and it's, it feels like my heart's been ripped out. The last couple times we've seen each other, it's like the first time we've seen each other. I don't like it. It's like we're in a long-distance relationship now. It's not cool. I know, but you're like helping kids with cancer and stuff. Yeah, I was doing all that. That's really good. I'm back, though. I know. I'm back so to my normal back. life. That's really good. Yeah. I'm glad. because I, mean, I actually was so sad when I pulled up last week because we couldn't do the show, but I was going to Loveline, and I like pulled in. To the, lot, to the parking lot, and like my heart dropped a little. Oh, because my car wasn't there, and I'm no, not. No, I here. knew you weren't here. Yeah. You're like part of the family. Oh, no. You just, are you crying? Don't I'm cry, crying. honey. No, I just choked on my own. Yeah, I was at camp for uh, eight days. No smoking, no drinking, no sex, no cussing. It's like the happiest prison on earth, pretty much. Really? Was yeah. it hard not to smoke and drink? And... Oh, it always is. Every time I go up there, yeah. But, you, but then is it easier by the fourth day? Yeah, actually, I stopped thinking about it. There's so much to do. I had a cabin of nine kids, 14 to 15-year-old boys. And, wow, uh, yeah, that's I intense. I mean, yeah. I did that when I was a teenager. I was a counselor for 14 to 15-year-old Were you really? Yeah. What, like in the, in the 80s? CIT, yep. That's pretty fun. Oh, my God, it was the best what time What was ever. it for? It was for, I went to camp. I went to, I, a lot of kids on the East Coast, kind of Jewish thing, I guess, but uh-huh. we go to summer camp. It was yeah. called Camp Tamaqua in Canada. I went for eight years, for uh-huh. two months. And it was like sleepaway camp? Sleepaway camp. And like, we're, we're counselors banging? Um, you know, I was it was pre banging for uh-huh. me, and I was pretty prude growing up. So like, I remember like, a, like you'd sneak over to boys camp, and mm-hmm. you'd like I think a boy touched my boobs for the first time. Yeah, camp's so different now, especially the, the oncology camp that banging? I do because kids are like sick. You know what I right. mean? It's well, a very yeah, intentional camp, and yeah. like, most of the counselors up there are teachers or they're or they're college students. Uh, but but I hear stories like way back in the day when, you know, they used to sneak over to Boys Town, Boys Village, and the campers would sneak out and stuff. And it seems like it was like a lot more fun back then. It was, but now they won't. Yeah, no, we had a blast. I mean, that was the best thing because the counselors would put you to sleep. Or I guess when we were CITs, it was easier to sleep. Oh, so you were a camper. I was a camper. You weren't a counselor. Well, no, I was both. I was a camper for eight years, and then I was a CIT. Uh Did you have a camp name? Um, Tamaqua. No, no, no. Was your, you have a camp name? No, I didn't. You guys sing songs? Yeah. You remember any of them? I remember every single one. Do you really? Yeah. What was your favorite? Um, my favorite was, um, my favorite one was. Do you have a couple? Yeah. Tamaqua, Tamaqua, what a wonderful spot. What a lodge, what a camp, what a place. Everybody's happy, you'll never see a frown. There's lots of joy and happiness and fun around. <laughs> I know every single one. Whoever wrote that should be fired. But <laughs> do you have like a non-Chautauqua uh, uh Version, or do you have like a yeah. song that has down by, do- yeah, down by the bay, okay, where the watermelons grow? Oh, that's a good one. Back to my home, yeah, yeah. I dare not go, I dare not go. It's- for if I do, my it- mother would say, Have you ever seen a turtle wearing a girdle down by the bay? And that is such rest. a camp song, right there. <laughs> I know all of them. I camp was such a formative experience for me and it was i think probably one of the reasons why i'm so independent like my brother would go for three weeks or a month and he like once and he hated it. he wanted to go home he was homesick you i was like can i stay different. for two months yeah. like i loved camp i was like away from the family you know got drunk for the first time your brother I... probably went to camp he's like there's no way to enterprise here i'm not making any money no. while at camp do you want know the funniest thing he went once when he's 14 and then he came home and worked at my dad's law office all summer to make yeah money. yeah and that he had, makes like, sense. a paper he had three jobs that makes sense and then he came home and he swatted of money on his uh, bills mm. on his counter, and... but you're you're changing lives, what? like like you continue to do today. 
Exactly. Through Just means of, kids. of banging. I, was, I did not bang there. No, I'm talking about now. Like you give oh, yeah. out advice bang. on banging. I, I give in advice on banging, and I yeah. tend, I bang from time to time as well. So, do you find like if you're at a cocktail party and people ask you what you do, if you say, "Yeah, I, I help people uh, with their banging," they'll give you less respect if you were to approach it that way. Yeah, I try not to approach it. In fact, it's funny that that you say that, Anderson, because I actually lately try not to. You know, it just becomes a thing in the room. There could be, I was talking to someone at lunch about this day. He's like, yeah, there could be an astronaut in the room. And if I say, and I'm not in an ego way, but if I say I'm sex and relationship, sex expert, sex Mm -hmm. doctor, sex, the whole room is like, really? How did you get that? What do you do? And then eventually everyone's cornering me and asking me their sex questions. And sometimes it gets to be, and the thing is, I actually love helping people I'm never like oh my god get me out of this party but there are times where I'm like can we just not talk about what I do can we just say I'm a pretty but it's hard when you're like yeah. an intimate setting speaking of which so I'm going it's funny that you're saying this I am going to San Francisco tomorrow San and as Francisco. you know I lived there for 20 years and I've lived here for almost three and I've only been back twice no for work it seems like you're always back there. No, I've been back for like a day or two, but it's right. always because I've been so busy. So which you're is, going just to go? I'm going just to go. I'm going to outside lands. No, but I'm no. going to outside lands, which is a great concert that we okay. have every year in the park. However, so I'm going there, and then there's this guy I've been dating casually, mm. like kind of casually, mm-hmm. um, for the last few, yeah, last year. This is the guy that you bang with your maid? No, this is a different guy. No, M. Different. This is not the maid bang. This guy was just someone in the. In okay. the middle, but the other guy I've been seeing, mm-hmm. and now it's getting a little more. Well, here's Serious. the thing. Mm, I hate that word. You're about to run. Mm-mm. You going up there to break up with him? No. You want to break up with him in a beautiful his environment? Family has. He, I was. He's, Don't do it on the bridge. He might jump. I'm not going to break up with him there. Okay. So his family. This was kind of surprising because we're not like committed. We're not whatever, but we like each other. And he's his family does a. Um, a family reunion every year, about two hours north of San Francisco. Oh, that's nice. And he said, oh, you're going to be up there. And I was going to be at the state there through Wednesday. And he said, do you want to come to my family's thing for a few days? He's going to be there a week. And I was like, really? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, sure, scary, why not? That's scary shit right there. So I, then I started thinking, he's like, but my relatives, there's like 50 of them. Like he's been going for like the last 37 years, ever since he's born. And he was like, everyone goes, da, da, da. And he's like, but my family is, you know, they're kind of conservative and they're kind of whatever. And I'm like, I think to myself, oh, great. I love the discussion. Yeah, he and the mm-hmm. sex doctors. No, there. you need to come up with a fake occupation on your way up there. But I think they all know, like the parents know. You know what I'm saying? They I think know. they know. Okay. Well, his parents know. They're like, when are we going to meet the sex girl? Mm-hmm. So I know it's going to be all day. And so, no, but I mean, it's like the, you see my profession before I even yes, get there, you right. make assumptions. Mm-hmm. And, and also, I'm like, uh. but then what happens is he's like, well, they're also really fun. They drink a lot. So I know Show after a few late. cocktails. Show up late every night. Yeah, well, just so that they're already hammered by the time you get to deal mm. with them. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. But I'm, not, I'm like, can I tell you something, son, honey? I'm like, listen, I don't come, honey, but here I will. Uh-huh. I said, by the end of that trip, I'm going to know about every single everyone's sex life in your entire family. Like, or, like I'd say half, because what happens is people like this happens to me all the time. I was out with with a guy I was dating about two years ago, his best friend in the whole world, and his friend's new wife. My friend, my boyfriend, and his friend get up to go to the bathroom, and the wife leans over to me. Don't just matter. Mm-hmm. We haven't even ordered the sushi yet. And she's like, you know, sometimes he comes a little too quickly in the bedroom. Not sure what to do about it. And I'm like, oh. You know, we start talking about a sex life. It's like people don't, like, they don't know who to talk to. And she's like, whoa. I'm gonna... And so people, this happens at parties. They corner me, this and that. So I swear after a few cocktails, I'm like, I'm going to know if your Aunt Benny, Aunt Betty is if still we ever banging go out, Aunt Frank. I'm never leaving my wife alone with you, ever. Oh, dude. She wouldn't say anything. She wouldn't. No, no, she wouldn't. You don't say anything about her. Because we work professionally together, so she wouldn't uh, open up. That. She wouldn't. You nah, don't open up about her. But, 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 you know, your parents might. Oh. Um, so another thing I have to tell you all is that <laughs> was, <laughs> so this will be fun. And I'm actually, the, the biggest 
think that I'm excited for is to see my friends because it's really like these are my peeps. You better mate. come back with some good stories because I mean that New York story of you getting your ass almost kicked was pretty great. That was a great one, right? Yeah. So come back with some good San Francisco. I promise stories. I will. I promise. I promise. I promise. It's gonna. I'm gonna rock it. Hey, what's on tonight's show? Tonight's what show. What are the topics? I, in the opening, I, I said that we're talking about some emails, uh-huh. groundbreaking story, what to do if your penis is... I read it in the opening. Well, I was doing something else, well, technical. I, okay, so do you want me to read it just No, for it's you? cool, it's cool. Okay, but I'm going to get into... I, was, uh, I, I wanted to ask if you had sex in the news. It was, I do. Okay, great. Okay, but the first thing I got to tell you also is that a lot of you, like when I say I'm doing these workshops, like in LA, you're like, oh, when you come to New York, guess what? I am coming to New York. September 18th to the 20th, I'm going to be at the Sexual Health Expo. It's our third city we've done it in. And it's pretty freaking amazing. It's the top sex educators for two days teaching little mini workshops about every topic you've ever wanted to know about. And they're open to the public. These are people that I really admire. Plus, there's going to be toys, latest and greatest products. And I'm going to be giving the keynote speech. And it's going to be a blast. I'd love to meet you. And I'm giving away tickets. So if you want to go, email me, feedback at Sex with Emily, and let me know why you want to go. We're not flying you there. I cannot buy you a plane ticket. No. But I can give you a good two-for-one ticket, a twofer. So my sex in the news tonight, Anderson, mm-hmm. is really about a study that came out. That was pretty groundbreaking. A study. A study. Yes. A study came out, and I thought I'd share it with you. Oh, I'd love to hear it. Okay, so Ansel, the company that makes and manufactures lifestyles and skin condoms. What's it called? Ansel. Ansel. Okay, they make lifestyles and skin condoms, which you know I'm a huge fan of. Mm-hmm. They conducted a survey in March 2015 that measured the sex habits and pre- uh, preferences of millennials. So those in their 20s. So kids that those were born. Those lazy Fs in those 20s, in my 20s. Right around like uh, late 1990s, yep. early 2000s. Early, yeah, yeah. Or, or, or Wait, if they're in early, their 20s. No, no, no. Wait a minute. Millennials, I thought they were people that were born in between 2000 and 2010. So they should not be banging yet. No, no, no. These are people who were born between 90s and okay. like 92, 93, 94. Yeah. Okay. So they make up 60% of the, of the company's buyer base of these condoms. Lifestyles thought conducting the survey to this age group would provide insightful results. And it measured males and females, 18 to 24, of all sexuality and relationship types who were sexually active in the past year. 5,000 people responded to the 69 questions. I wonder if that was on um, purpose. I bet it and was. here are the 10 most interesting results. Okay. Here you go. We've got survey says orgasms are in. When were they out? I don't That's know. a terrible well, period. No, but here's the thing 89% of females report typically achieving orgasm during sex, while only 5% responded that they normally don't reach the big O. Now, this is shocking. That's shocking. Because millennials on average, are liars. I, well, I think they're liars. Maybe they don't know what orgasm is. No, but typically only 30% of women have during intercourse. So either they're great communicators, um, they really know their own body and they're whipping out the O's or, you know, I <laughs> wish I was out bo- the O's. I wish I was born, you know, twenty years ago. But um yeah, that's what that's what they're saying. The next thing is um What's the buzz with the under 25 set on vibrators? One quarter of all survey respondents said that they regularly use vibrating pleasure givers in solo and coupled sex. 25%. Yeah. Wet and wild. Responses uh, indicated that lube is also being used more than ever with 43% reporting it as a regular part of their sexual routine, which makes me very happy. Very happy. Lube in every nightstand. Dream is being realized. I always say to you, I want to lube in every nightstand. And I actually looked at both of my nightstands last night when Uh I went, went to bed. 
Yeah. Guess what? Lube? Lube on both of them. Wait, is this your house? Yeah. Well, that makes sense. No, You're not but at I didn't. A hotel. I, I never met both on both nights. <laughs> wow. Like, wow. You're just double cranking. I was just double fisting it yeah. with the lube. I was pretty impressed with myself. Mm-hmm. I practice what I preach, people. Um, <laughs> technology has a significant role in sex with this genre. Can you guess how? Sexting. 57% of respondents, uh, responders reported having sexted before, but let's break this down. 25% specifically send their nudes via the app Snapchat. 49% reported having sent naked pictures from their phones. 11% several times a week. And 7% sext daily. Mm-hmm. Wonder how they're going. Daily. Dude, who has time? Top three sex positions revealed. The number one crowd-pleasing position is doggy style. Closely followed by the missionary and then the cowgirl. It was noted that men slightly preferred doggy style and women missionary, but doggy style still is the reigning champion. Uh-huh. Doggy's getting the, all the credit. Men love the doggy. What about reverse cowgirl? Not in there. It's just cowgirls in there. But reverse cowgirl, that's what's that. That's a more complicated. Millennials are probably like, I don't know how to do that. Uh, women are like, really? You already got me on top. You can uh, twist me around. I think millennials know more than we Well, did, they're watching for sure. porn. Yeah. That's true. I didn't know anything. Wheelbarrows but... back in style, probably? No, not the wheelbarrow. It's overrated. Okay. Hey, do you have that in your sex book? I the do. wheelbarrow? Yeah. Oh, it's in there? Yeah, the wheelbarrow, of course. I've got the wheelbarrow. I've got the... What else do I have? I've got every position. You're like, are you kidding me? The wheelbarrow comes to so Dude, pedestrian. I do that please. all the time. Yeah. Well, I was just wheel- the spouse girl. Last night as I was wheelbarrowing. Wheelbarrowing. Yeah. The space girl? You got the space girl in there? No. No. What is that? I don't know. Did you Made it up, yeah. Okay, there's a link between higher level of education and condom use. 66% of responders with a doctoral degree. <laughs> what? That's why idiocracy is becoming uh, a reality. Yeah. And 65% with a bachelor's degree report using condoms regularly compared with the 44% with a high school diploma. Yeah. It's bad times for the future of humanity. I know. People just use goddamn condoms. Do you understand how rampant sexually transmitted diseases are and getting people pregnant? You're wasting your breath because dumb people don't listen to this. You know what I mean? The people that are, that are listening, for the most part, use condoms. I hope you all do. Yeah. I really hope you Smart do. Smart people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, and, and for my dumb listeners, <laughs> I hope you use condoms too. They're so dumb, they don't know who they are, though. <sighs> Talking to you. No, I'm not going to you. I love you all just for listening. You make you make my world go round. I would think, you know, I think most people that listen to podcasts and uh, you know are looking to better uh, serve their sexual life are smart people. You know right, I mean? right. Because other people are like, oh, I'm a banger. It's yeah, pretty good. Fuck that bitch over the there. Jack oh, oh. Right. You like that, baby? <laughs> Did you come? I don't care. Guess what? I don't give a knock, fuck. Knock. No, they never asked that Who question. came first? <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> Get uh, me a pizza. Hey, I'm proud of myself right now for doing dumb voice and not going south. I went kind of like Jersey. Yeah, you did. Usually, I, you know, people, when they do the dumb voice, it's not fair to the south because a lot of well-educated people right. down south. But so people go... Right. I don't know what I'm I did, proud but I'm, I'm proud I mean, of myself. I feel like you're not being as politi- politically incorrect as usual. Right. Um, 58% of millennials currently enrolled at a university reported using condoms regularly as well. And, whoa, 37% of respondents said they'd give up sex for a year rather than give up the internet. What? I know. That means they like to bang to the images rather well, than... Well, I don't believe these women to go back to the women who are all having orgasms or great sex. They're no. going to give up. They're going to give up. Wait, but dudes are saying that or women? Both. Both. Yeah. yeah. Thirty said 37%. So that they'd rather have the internet access than sex access. I guess they figure, well, I can surf porn. But but really, right. people, you know sex. I guess, you know what, you're, you're young, you haven't had a lot of great sex yet. Maybe you think you are. I think but they always of... have these days, like, women say, like, I'd rather, I wouldn't, I'd give up, I'd give up sex for chocolate. In a year. Yeah. Like, there's been so many of those studies. Ladies don't like the sex as much as the dudes. At least that's the story out there. Mm-hmm. I can see, I've heard guys claim to like looking at porn more than sex. 
I've had claimed guys, guys like a flashlight more than sex. Have you? Like guys who are they married men? No, these are like younger guys. That's what relationships well, be, aren't that. See, that's because porn is changing the whole landscape. Yeah, and changing got, the game. Man. I know it keeps raising the level of what their you arousal, know arousal yeah. level, what their what what gets them off, and they're yeah. like, oh, I'm just with this hot babe. That sh- but she's not you know doing double penetration with right. Me, I right? need you to do that while blowing up like animal balloons and oh. making them in the shapes of giant boobs. And God, I'm so glad I'm not like in college watching porn. You guys, I'm cool with you all watching porn, but just don't technically learn from it, okay? Get off on it and mix it up. Like, don't th- try. If you feel like you're not enjoying actual human touch and sp- flesh, maybe it's time to turn off your uh, porn. Do they have, for porn, you, know, you can look for everything. Do they have something where, like, somebody could take a picture of your face and put it in, like, a Google search and be like, find porn stars that have Emily's looking face? That'd be pretty good. Why? Because someone could just. Well, then guys could like look at girls that look like you that are having because you know there's so many countless women having sex right. and men having sex on the internet. So I wonder if they have like a face recognition thing yet. That's coming. You know, it's gonna oh be coming. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh no. I hope not. <laughs> you hope not. Well, one of the search terms for me, like if you ever Google yourself, it's like Emily naked. It's like no, there are no naked photos of me. Just Emily naked gets you. Emily That's Morris. Pretty... No, okay. Emily Mor- Morris naked. And... Emily double fisting lube. I bet there is a picture of that. No. Oh yeah, maybe double fisting the lube. <laughs> double fisting toys for sure. Lube the whole thing. I'm taking pictures of you fisting uh, uh, toys. Not fisting, but well, you're, fisting you're holding them. Right. With your fist. That's true. You're right, kid. You're having an aneurysm over there. <laughs> Keep squeezing your eyes. Me? Yeah. Oh, I. Yeah. There's something's in my eye. You okay. I'm okay. I take a breather. I can get some Visine out. You're right. <sighs> yeah, I'm great. Okay. You know what's so weird? Hmm. Two people that I know me pretty well that in, in my work environment said to me separately, two days apart, God, you seem so calm. What's going on? You seem really relaxed. Meds. You doing meds? <laughs> Taking medication? No. Smoking no. weed? No. I haven't even done anything. No? No. You don't know what it is? That's the uh, worst. No, I do you know, know what it is. I do know what it is. working out? Well, yeah, no. I mean, yes, but not as much as I, as mm. I have been. But I think it's because my um, workplace is getting more settled now. Like, mm. I've got the right people in place right people working and it was really kind of tumultuous for a while because we were know. growing I really was living it yes <laughs> we were growing really fast and there's people were coming and go I, and now i think i finally i've made some really good decisions i have some um, amazing team right now that are like blowing my mind every day and i think i've been meditating a lot more oh that could be a big yeah and i try to, i try to do twice a day oh, like i, I meditate right before i came here i try to meditate in traffic which is probably not no, the that's best not the idea thing. you can't do you gotta close your i got I, I got nothing else to do sitting in la traffic yeah uh, but I then you make you. an accident yeah well i know that i'm aware of that i'm uh, I've been with you for almost 40 minutes now. I haven't seen you dig through your bag once. It's pretty good. In the middle of the show, I dig through my bag? Uh, you dig through your bag. I'm always digging through my bag. Emily, about 40% of the time that I'm with Emily off off air, she is bent over or crouched down like she's like a rice patty picker, and she's digging through her bag. What am I looking for? I don't know. It looks. It's like the image. Imagine a woman trying to crawl back into the womb. And the and the and the purse is the whoop. Always just digging, looking. I just get so much answers. stuff in my yeah. bag. I do. I carry. I have like a phobia of like not having what I need. Yeah. So, so a lot of time you're just looking like, to make sure that your phone's in there. Make sure that this is in there. You yeah, don't even need charger. it. You're just trying to. No, make I always sh- need like lip gloss you're, and like you're taking stock of what you have. No, I'm not taking stock. I'm looking like for my keys or you know I lose stuff. I lost mm-hmm. my driver's license. It turns out to rent a car in San Francisco, so I had to go to the DMV twice today. Oh, that's fun. Oh, dude, I was. Died at the Brutal. DMV. Brutal without him, without forget. I went to one. They're like, twice. we don't run twice. We went wow. to one. I got there at eight a.m. Hello, I don't do it's a good looking crowd in there though. Oh least, Jesus! Right? I got there and they were like, <laughs> oh, I got I waited in line for twenty minutes. Oh no, we don't get replaced, lost, and stolen licenses at this DMV. I'm like, you're the DMV. Yeah, yeah there's the, now you've partitioned DMV. Well, go to this one. Right. Fuck you. Well, how how did you you left it in San Francisco? I lost it in New York. Oh, okay. During the fist fight. 
Oh, really? That's when? No, that I bitch might have your. your no, address. I actually lost it on the, an airplane because I got home okay. I flew out of New York. Okay. Never didn't land. With I the bet idea. you it's somewhere in your purse. Maybe we'll spelunk <laughs> into it later. After. No, I've checked everywhere. Okay. But you're right. It's probably, whatever. It's coming. It's coming. Um, okay, I've got some emails, but um, first I'm going to tell you all something else that's going to. Uh, this isn't in my purse, but I wish it was because <laughs> I need to. I feel like okay, so. What's not in your purse? I'm really this curious. Toy to, that, I bet it is in there. No, because it's big. Uh huh. Your purse, purse is massive. No, not this one. Okay, here's the thing. I've got a notebook in here. I've got a lot in here. I got a water bottle. She's going through her bag. Okay. It's been 43 minutes since she broke. I was I was feeling anxious. You went I, through your bag just now. It was minor, but now you're going full force. Get out of there. What are you doing? What is that? It's, she has a paper. Oh, it's from my optometrist. Is that an invoice? Why okay, are you listen. looking at your invoice? Okay, so let me just tell you this. What in the world? I don't know. I was like, oh, they gave me an invoice. Okay, listen. <laughs> I picked up my sunglasses. Okay, there's this new toy, Anderson. Uh-huh. Okay, you know, you hear me talk about You toys, talk about but, toys a lot. Yeah. Okay, so this toy has actually like, I, and I feel like I want everyone, every woman on the planet should own this, and it's only $99. It started out for, as $900 because the doctors what? invented it. Here's the deal. It has... I already thought that I was having great sex, okay? Mm-hmm. And... Because I do have great sex. And right. no, I didn't always have great sex people. I just work on it, you okay? You practice what you preach. Yes, I do. And this product... So you know the importance of Kegel exercises. Men can do them, women can do them. But so this you can is capture for your pelvic of, floor. Yes. No, it's for your pelvic floor. So women, over time, your pelvic floor drops. drops starts dropping in your 20s, your 30s, especially if you have kids. Yikes. And it, it just weakens. Mm-hmm. And so we say, do your Kegel exercises, which is why I have my app Kegel Camp. I'm like, well, that'll be a great footprint in the whole Kegel, Kegel war to right. do your Kegel so you remember and you don't like you don't have like uh, prolapsed uterus after you have kids. You don't have the floor s- sagging. Yeah. So- it's, you know, you, it's the stop and start the flow of urine. But it's hard to remember five minutes a day. Okay. So this doctor invented this machine. This it's a, So he made it into a vibrator now. So it looks like a rabbit vibrator, okay? A rabbit. A rabbit. Like those ones that are a lot right. insertion with a little... It's like everyone's training uh, right. tool. However, it does your Kegel exercises for you. Mm-hmm. Five minutes a day, five days a week. You lie there on your bed. It inflates contracts, conflates, and it's doing it for you. It feels really good. Mm-hmm. It's strengthening those muscles, and then you have an orgasm. Wow. But it's the most, like, relaxing. You're getting it. You're, you know, okay, you know what it's like? <laughs> it's have like putting been, a puffer fish in your vagina. Have you ever been at the gym on the treadmill and thought, you know what would be great? If I could be eating a pizza and exercising Never at the same time. Never had that time. thought, ever okay? had that thought. So, or God, I wish these push-ups would give me an orgasm, mm-hmm. and we rarely get to experience pleasure while maintaining our health and health and well-being. And now I'm like lying on my bed. I'm doing something I know is good for me because when I started doing Kegels, when I had my app, I literally, I was did them for a month because I like committed and I was doing five days a week, five minutes a day. And I had stronger orgasms. I wanted to because those muscles become, so like your whole clears, your, you become tighter down there, mm-hmm. right? So women always worried, did I stretch out, blah, 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 like after kids or just in life? It makes you tighter and you can have orgasms just by like squeezing your legs together and I mean more turned on. It was like, it was amazing. So now it's like I get to do this, these exercises without having to actually sit and do them because it does it for me and I'm masturbating and it's relaxing and meditative. So um, this product is called the Intensity 
And again, again, it was invented for doctors. They went with a biofeedback machine. They're like, let's just sell this to the people. And it takes all the confusion out of kegels. And it's a, a vibrator and a kegel exerciser. Intensity is the only device that combines pleasure with pelvic floor toning. And it perfectly tar- targets your G-spot and your clitoris with um, gentle electrostimulation, which sounds scary, but it feels amazing to contract your vaginal muscles. And it improves your overall sexual satisfaction. And I'm telling you, since I've been using it just for a month, my orgasms are stronger. I can have multiples and they last longer. So the stronger your pelvic floor muscles are, the longer and more intense orgasms you are. And if you're a woman who has urinary incontinence, i.e. you laugh and you pee, you jump on a trampoline and you pee, this will be gone in a month, okay? And sex is amazing. So check it out, pourmoi.com, P-O-U-R-M-O-I.com. Or you can go to sexwithemily.com and click on the banner, and you will love it. I mean, I just, I don't even know if I need any other toy. Okay. Also, speaking of vaginas, why don't we move on to penises? Promescent. Uh, Promescent, one in three men suffers from premature ejaculation. And you know what, guys? You don't have to. And even if you're not a premature ejaculator, but you just want to last longer, this quickly absorbing delay spray by Permescent allows you to have the sex that you want. It's not like you have to think about baseball or your Aunt Margaret with her furry mustache to stop yourself from coming. You can just use Permescent. Your partner doesn't even have to know you're using it. It helps you last twice as long in bed. Thousands of your urologists are recommending Permescent, the only FDA-approved treatment. For PE, go to Permescent.com to find more. That's P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T.com. Okay. Some emails? Let's do emails. You like some emails? Let's do it. Hello, Emily. Oh, peoples. Thank you for listening to the show and emailing me. And you guys have been so great lately. When you email me, some people are listening, some not so much. All I want is your name. (laughs) I want to know how old you are. And I want to know. You can change your name, too, if you don't want to give your real name. But how old you are and where you're listening from, where you live. Why don't you have one of these great new people that you have working for you make a form that they fill out? Well, a lot of people just email us feedback at sexwithemily.com. I know, but like you can have a form on your website. That's true. We do have a form on the website, too, on the Ask Emily section. you got to fill out all the pertinent information. We're relaunching the website soon. Excellent. I'll add it to the list. Email any, Madison. Any okay. nipples on there? Uh, my nipples? On, on the new one. No, not yours necessarily, but, you know. No. No, no. no sex. No, no sex, sex on the website. No, uh-huh. sorry. Would you like nipples? Well, I, like if you got like some exercises that you're suggesting people do, or you know, new techniques, maybe, and watch this video while you try this out. You know, with what I mean? nipples. Well, it's like a little porn in there. Eh, no, no porn. No. Okay. Hey, Emily, my girlfriend and I have just started listening to your podcast on road trips and such, and have learned a lot and helped us open up a lot. We are both twenty. She's only been with me. I've only been with one girl before her. And we both know we are going the distance. We've been in a long-distance relationship for the last two years, and it's been very successful. When we do get to see each other and get things get heated, I often get softer as soon as the condom is on. It's not a major issue, but haven't tried anything else yet. Also, you say time and time again to be more open and communicate and such, but I haven't found an episode where you really go into how to do that. Any tips to make this easier and a little less awkward? would be much appreciated. We love the show. Keep up how the awesome work you've helped us in many ways and look forward to the continued help. Thank you, Andrew from Phoenix. Andrew, here's a deal. Thank you for writing, and I'm so glad I've helped you out, you guys out. That makes me happy. I picture you guys driving along in the car. It's awesome. Okay, some research does suggest that a third of college-age men may experience erectile problems associated with condom use. 
And, you know, this happens most likely, Andrew, because in your early sex years, putting on a condom still requires a little bit of effort and focus. You know, like when you first get your driver's license and you really got to, like, pay attention to, like, how to turn and what you're doing. And then eventually it just becomes rote. So that could take away from some of the arousal uh, from what you're doing before. The challenge will be for you and your girlfriend to learn how to get the condom on while still doing things to help you maintain arousal. And sometimes this can just mean, you know, you're kissing and touching while one of you puts the condom on. And if you feel more confident putting on yourself, ask your girlfriend to kiss your neck, stroke your thighs, or possibly even touch herself in front of you. And if it's sexy for her to do it for you, you can play with her while she gets the condom on. Uh, You can practice with cheaper condoms, either together or on your own, so you feel more confident doing it. And it's also a smoother transition. You might not be as likely to be distracted and lose your erection. You can also try, this always helps, a condom-safe lubricant. Water base is best and have your partner give you a hand job with it over the condom. So sometimes you can put a little tip of lube uh, lube, uh, lube in the tip of the condom and then she rolls it down and then she can even put lube over it and give you a hand job. So all is not lost here. Um because the lube could provide extra sensations that will help you stay aroused until the sex begins. So the important part is to make sure the act of getting the condom actually on is fun and sexy and part of foreplay. So you can also try other brands because maybe the brand you're using is a little feels like it's falling off or it's too tight. I don't know what's going on, but I'm a huge fan of Skin, S-K-Y-N, condoms because they're polyisoprene, which means they're non-latex. They are super soft, but they feel, um, they're thin, but they're like, super durable. I don't know. I just, everyone I've recommended to loves them. So you could just try a different brand, see what you like. Um, and as far as how to talk about it and communicate, we actually did a podcast called Sex Scripts, where we walked through some possible scenarios and actually acted out how to have certain conversations with a partner on a range of sex topics. So check out that podcast to communicate um, better. Um, but a few things. I just thought I'd give you a few pointers, though. This is just, these aren't, because the sex script show goes into like very specific things that partners, people need to talk about. But here are some tips that will help guide you through some sex talks. Number one, when you're about to have a talk with your partner around sex, know what it is that you want to talk about. So before you even bring up the conversation, you need to know, hmm, what do I want to accomplish here? Do you want more sex? Do you want less sex? More foreplay? A different kind of foreplay? What is your end goal? That way, you make sure the conversation is constructive and doesn't veer off course. Second thing is timing. Oh, timing is everything. No matter what the topic, sex should always be approached. You got to talk about this outside the bedroom in a neutral setting. I always think it's great when you're like going for a walk or you're on a road trip because sometimes having the sex talk when you're like looking when you're face to face can be more uncomfortable. But if you're like walking the dog or you're walking down the street or a road trip, you can you can much easier have the conversation sometimes when you're not making eye contact. Um, and it should never, ever happen in the bedroom. Not during sex. Believe me, not where you want to go. And the tone. Tone can be a huge issue. So no matter what problem you're addressing, I think no matter what kind of relationship you're in, your tone, it should match the nature of the talk. And I'd like to, you know, I think that most of these talks, even if you're having a really hard time with your sex life, you want to keep it light and playful um, about something fun you want to try. You know, you want to be like, you know, okay, like, hey, I think our sex is great. Maybe we can try this. Because you really have to be careful about your sensitive feelings, about your partner's sensitive feelings. Because you know what? A sex conversation gone wrong can be really hard to make right. So just be mindful of these things. And then finally, keep it positive. Keep it non-accusatory by using I statements instead of you. For example, I think it'd be really sexy if you went down on me rather than why don't you ever give me blowjobs? Right? 
Which one would you be more likely to react to, Anderson? I the nonverbal one, yes. That wasn't one of the questions. That wasn't one of them. I'm sorry. He's working. No, I was saying like if you're like you never. Anytime you use that you, if I was your partner, and I was like you never do this, you never do right. that. But I was like, God, it makes me feel so good when you take out the trash, honey. Mm-hmm. You manipulate is what you're saying. No, use it's positive the truth. manipulation. Yeah, whatever yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just saying don't attack when you say, see, Anderson, you oh, never show up on time for the show. Right. What? <gasps> this no, is a real thing, I, guys. No, no, this honey, is true. It's not, it's She's true. coming at me. It's not true. You and I fluctuate between being no, like people uh, get defensive all the time, and it, it's it's the wrong thing to do. But it's hard not to do it reactionary. I mean, I did it just today, and I I owned it, and I apologized to the old wife there, and I'm like, I know that uh, that was me, and I apologize, and I shouldn't have said. She's in her bag. <laughs> She's going in her bag right now. She's trying to be sly about it. She's got a bag, guys. She has a giant bag within a bag. She is in the smaller bag of the two bags. I'm going out of town tomorrow, and I'm trying to. I was packing stuff. It's like, like a, almond makeup. It's like a Russian nesting doll of <laughs> purses. What? What did you I'm have to get just now? Of bags. What did you get? Nothing. What do you? What did you have? Right. Nothing. Now? A mint. That's good for for radio. No, I'm not going to. Uh huh. Okay, it's for after. Listen, stop talking to me like that. <laughs> okay, flirtation in the workplace. How do you feel about flirtation in the workplace? Uh, if you're single and it's a big workplace, uh, why not get more motivation to come to work? I guess that's true. Yeah. It's true. You like make sure you look pretty. I dated someone years ago in the workplace. No one can Restaurant? know. No. Oh. Uh, yes. Well, in college, I was a waitress and he was a bar- I was a cocktail waitress and he was a bartender. Shugging. It was fun boning the bartender because... It was fun blowing the boat? Boning. Boning. Because then I drank for free. I would have anyway been a waitress. I drank for free all four years of college because I was a waitress in the same bar and drank for free and got in. It was awesome. It was actually the best job I ever had because it was dollar pitcher night Mm -hmm. and then guys would just give me a five and say, keep the change, babe. Oh, really? And I had cash all through college. So awesome. I don't have cash like that laying around. No, not anymore? No, not anymore. That's because I stopped stripping. It's all on invoices in your purse there? Exactly. Um, she never stripped, just for the record. I she, never did. She strip. did get money for at a strip one joint time. for doing uh, provocative things, but clothes stayed on. It was just one day. Yeah. It was just an experiment. Okay. An experiment. <laughs> I was like, can I make money shaking it? I made 40 bucks. Mm-hmm. Mm. Very proud she is. Maybe I should go back to the Gold's Club while I'm in San Francisco this week. Oh, you should do that. Just try and make like, 50. Hey, you remember this time. me? I made 40 last time. I'm going to try to make 50. Um, okay, here's another question Emily, I got a question. I've been with this girl at work. <laughs> I've been, what? <laughs> Here's another question, and then you start off with Emily. I got a question. (laughs) I've been into this girl at work. It's a professional setting, but we find time to flirt and joke around. She also jokes around with a couple other guys at the office, so Uh. I'm not sure if she's into me or just flirting. Mm. What is the best way to approach asking out a girl that you work with? If if she isn't into me, every workday will be awkward, and I'm sure gossip rumors will start, but I don't want to miss a chance to take her on a date if she is interested. Any advice would be helpful. Freddie. In quotes. Mm-hmm. I don't think his name's Freddie. Right. Answer to you, Freddie. Okay. Office flirtations are tricky ground because if it doesn't go well, there they are. Mm-hmm. They're there all the time. Brutal. Um, you can't get rid of them. Yeah. It's just plain uncomfortable. So do some a little bit of recon before making the move. Figure out if she likes you or if she's just being friendly, flirty, friendy, and flirty to you. So um, from the sound of it, though, the girl might just have a case of the flirts. Arrange a hangout. What? A case of the flirts? I don't know. They say that in my office. I've got the feels. I've got the flirts. I've really? never heard it. Make yeah, but these young that. kids, millennials. Yeah, millennials out there not I know. I condoms. can't believe I even said this. Orgasm in like every turn. Yeah, I don't like the case of the flirts. That sounds too close to something else. I don't like it. What? 
Uh, okay, cool. got it. Okay, so um, I, what you could do is here. You got a few options here, Friday. You can arrange like to hang out with a bunch of coworkers, like a happy hour. Yeah. Which that's one thing I've, I've never had a big. I've always worked for myself mostly. I never had like a big. Let's all go for a happy hour. Yeah, and you haven't either. No, I can't do the the office thing. I'm not welcome there. <laughs> Never. Too well in office setting. I don't know. I think it'd be fun, but you guys can all go out and see how she acts. Is she flirting with every Tom, Dick, and Harry in wow. the office? Harry, every Dick, Dick, and Tom. Oh, Tom's Harry, Dick. Spend some friendly, casual time, you know, with you guys at regular workplace, helping find out where she stands and gives you a chance to get to know each other outside of the professional office setting. Um, and look for some signs if she's really interested in you. You know, does she lean close when you talk? Does she lean close to when, to when you talk? Does she hold eye contact um, for a concentrated amount of time? These are these are ways she touch you. These are all great cues, but Freddie's going to be like focusing on what she's doing with those other guys. Does she too. laugh at all your jokes? But here's the He's thing: going to fuck up those spreadsheets. Yeah, but if she is doing this with all the other people in the office, then it doesn't seem like she's you know particularly into you. It doesn't mean. That you shouldn't make the move, but you should say, "Hey, why don't? When are you and I going to get some drinks one night?" If she's really into that, I don't care if she's maybe she likes everyone and just like try to figure out who she likes. Who knows? Yeah. But rather than falling into the friend zone with right. this woman, she could be flirting with six people. But if you're the bold guy who's like, "Let's get dinner Friday night," which Friday night I'm taking you. What about this? Friday night I'm taking you dinner. Mm. See what she says. If she's like, "Can't go," she says, "No." Then it's awkward, though. No. No, it's not that awkward. Be like, okay, fine. I was going to take you this far. Come, you know, come for the fun show. There's this great show I'm going to see. Got tickets to see. You should come with me. Okay. That's that's better. As a guy. Be specific. Be specific about Make a plan. We're all really worried about rejection. Actually, mm-hmm. I had a conversation with a 15-year-old boy this last week at camp. about. He was like shocked to learn that women are also worried about rejection. He thought that they didn't have problems with it. I'm like, oh I think God. they might have more problems with the rejection. You did the mint. I told you not to do the mint, and you got the mint. Okay. Uh Here's one way to I'm kind of pussy, yeah. pussy foot into it. You know what I mean? And that's like to ask, uh, talk about a, a popular movie or something. Yeah. And say, like, hey, you know this? Uh, have you heard of this movie? I heard it's really good. And if she shows any interest, be like, hey, I'm going to see it. Say, okay, uh, I'm taking you Friday night. Or I know what you're doing because girls like, women like it yeah. when men are very decisive and they have a plan. But if he's not too sure and he's worried about rejection, yeah. uh, just saying, hey, I'm going to see it this weekend if you want to come along. That's a good point. If she says yes... Then you're kind of your foot's in the yeah. door. If she says no, you're not really being rejected. That's true. She just you know can't I mean? go this far. And then it night. won't be uncomfortable. Yeah. Okay. Take it either way. But I think that, you know, go out. And even if you can't get all those groups of people together, nothing wrong with saying, hey, have you seen this movie lately? Let's go Friday night. Or do you want to go out Friday and night? And she's into you, even if she doesn't have any, any interest in that movie, she'll pretend that she does because she wants to go out with you. Exactly. Yeah. So that's how we do it. And, um, I would make this happen sooner than later because it's probably taking away from your pr- productivity at work. I would think so. Yeah, when you're stressed about someone at work. <laughs> she just took the mint out very soft, slightly. Why do you have to report everything I'm doing? <laughs> I like so to paint a picture for Paint a picture. What else am I doing? What else do I do during now the show? Now she's got her arms out like she's running for president Drinking or something. Drinking water. You just looked like, uh, who does that? You looked like Nixon. I'm thirsty. Um, okay. Are you wearing your dildo around your neck tonight? No, you're not. No. Don't have that vibrator on there. No vibrator. You yeah, the Vesper. The, oh, you going to wear the vibrator to the family reunion? Oh around your God. neck? No, what else, What should I do? I don't even know, like, You got to go one of two wear. ways. You got to go, like, really slutted up, like, short skirt and, like, tube top and, like, high heels. It's 57 degrees in chewing San Francisco. Gum. Is it really? Dude, oh, it's yeah. the coldest place on earth. The, no one knows. The coldest winter I ever spent was a summer in San it's, Francisco. But it's true. Yeah. And it, it, I looked up the weather, 63 high, 57 low. And wow. I always joke with people. They're like, oh, I love San Francisco. All right, that outfit and with always, a fur coat. Yeah, I've got a lot of faux fur. Or you go really like conservative. You got to go hard one way. I or don't the other. have conservative. 
Oh, you don't? Dude, this Time is me. Tank top every day. <laughs> I am not changing myself for anybody ever. No, nah, just go as you. You'll be no, fine. No, I'm wearing nothing, okay? Do show up I'm late, going though, up after naked. the drunk. Do show up late. I a will. little bit late. Okay. And um, But it's interesting. I'll let you know. I'll report yeah. back. Um, I was thinking of bringing them some candles, like a massage candle. Okay. It, <laughs> then I thought, maybe not. Well, his I, parents have been married a long time. It's nice, a nice gift, but they, they might kind of see them as sexual candles. But I'm sure they have you. sex still. They've like been together like 40 years. Uh, maybe not. Okay. Sounds kind of dull. Okay, well. 40 years of sex with the same Maybe person. they need a friggin' massage candle. That's all I'm saying. all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we've got a question here about doggy style. I was joking, by the way. I'm in a sex with the same person for 40 years. I, I'm, I signed up for it. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm married. So. Yeah. And you know what? You'd be happy if I brought you a massage candle in 40 years. And I'd be happy to still have my wife who wants to have sex with me 40 years from now. So oh, good I love for you them. guys. You guys are sweet. Okay. Emily, I'm Greg, 37, from Houston. Nice job, Greg. I was listening to your podcast about penis size and sexual peaks. I heard you say that you've never heard a man say that he did not like doggy style. Well, doggy style is very frustrating for me. I'm four and a half erect, four and a half inches erect. Bad touch. And staying it is staying in is extremely difficult. Every time I've tried it with a woman, I slip out so much, we just slip to missionary. Any tips? Mm. Okay, Greg, thank you for proving a very important point. One sex position does not fit all. Not everybody loves doggy style. Not everybody likes every position. It can be tricky for people who have an average size member, especially if you're doing the thrust heavy doggy style you see in porn, but don't give up on doggy yet. When it's done, it's all about the angle. It's all about the positions. It's all about using like sex furniture, like wedges, so her shoe back can be our job and stuff. But when it's done at the right angle, there's a variations of doggy that can work. So check this. You'll want her positioned in such a way that she's able to comfortably place her head and shoulders on the pillow while having her bottom raised in the air. So she's lying flat. She's not like four on the floor. Um, But her bottom's raised. To help create the most effective angle, her back should be arched and her thighs should be drawn together. You lean forward during penetration, maintaining as much physical contact as you can comfortably manage. This will keep things intimate, enabling her to reach her sexual peak as quickly as possible. So you're leaning forward and you're and you're like leaning on her. Um, this version is less about thrusting and more about moving your hips and swiveling inside of her, which are more likely to also hit her G-spot. And if you want to make sure that she enjoys it, try having her use a vibrator. I'm sure she does anyway. She puts against her clit. There's nothing like a great friggin' clitoral vibe when a guy's doing doggy style because you use like the Mimi, the Jeju Mimi, which I'm obsessed with, as you all know. I still, to this day, of my hundreds of vibrators, I just, I like, on my trip, I'm bringing that. I'm bringing sex toys to the house with the parents. FYI, you understand? Are you going to wash them in their kitchen like you do at your house? <laughs> no. Probably I have a toy a cleaner. Idea. You have a what? I have a toy cleaner. Um, they're like wipes. They're like wet, wet, wet naps. Okay, so listen. If you'd like to be sure your partner enjoys it, yeah, okay, try the Mimi. Also have it against her clitoris. Plus, good news, the G-spot's only a couple inches inside her vagina, so you're in the optimal position for hitting that and giving your girl the G-spot. So just try this alteration of the, of the G-spot, like of the doggy style, because... You know, there's so many different hacks that you can do to different positions to make them work for you. But I do appreciate you pointing this out, and um, I feel like that could be uh, useful for you there. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, you know, they say the motion of the ocean. Yeah. 
And like the, you just gave him some great motions for that. I ocean. did, I yeah. did. His ocean is firm. Motion. I mean, people just always go straight to the thrust. Exactly. And you don't always have to thrust. Don't thrust. And it feels really good to go in and out and yeah, circle around and around. Wheels. Yeah, little circle. Totally. Okay, so that's what I got time for today. Um, Anderson, I'm great. How is everything? Are you doing a show this week? Oh, yeah. we doing an after disaster. It's going well. We did the destination disaster, which is selling like hotcakes. People are really enjoying our uh, trip to Death Valley where we where we, oh uh, my God. we did a podcast. Probably the lowest point. It, it is the lowest point in North America. And I think that we might have done, it's like 250 feet below sea level. That's where we did part of our podcast. I think we might have be the lowest podcast ever in the history of No podcasts. way. And people are buying the video? Yeah, people are paying for the, uh, it's, it's uh, yeah, Destination Disaster. Just Google it. I don't even know okay. exactly where to go to, to get it. P- people love it. And I'm sure you can find it. Okay, find it. Uh, if, you're a, if, you're, if you're a fan of the After Disaster, that is. And uh, the film Who, vault is yeah. going bigger than ever. We're, we're doing really well. And uh, we just did top five movies we wish never got made. Oh, a good one. that's yeah. a good one. I, I like to, to do negative very often, but that was a good one, yeah. Okay, that sounds good. That sounds good, Anderson. Well, I'm Thanks, checking kid. out. And uh, I love seeing you. It's great and, to see you again. Um, Everything else, you guys, please subscribe to us on iTunes and review us. So if you're already on your iTunes, you've listened to the podcast app, if you like us, review us. We love that. Also, follow me on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. It's all sex with Emily. And it's not just some boring tweets and me doing selfies. Sometimes I do, but really it's a lot of inf- information. with you and I? Selfies well, We with do the pictures with us. Yeah, yeah. No, but a lot of times on our Facebook page, which you might not have seen, this, it's super popular. We got great blog posts and we're always updating the site and you're going to love it, love it, love it. And um, gosh, I just love you all. Thanks so much for listening. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. Let me tell you about this. One more thing before you go. I want to talk to you about your penis. Um, Flashlight is the number one sex toy for men. For a reason, it feels like you're actually having sex with a vagina or a butt or whatever it is. It is anal sex, mom. Um, it's it's amazing. It, it is invented by NASA. The material, you put your penis in and it feels like you're having sex. Now you're thinking, I got a hand, whatever. All I'm saying is I've never had any of you listeners and I'm telling you, I can see how many you're buying. You guys are loving it. No one said, why did you make me buy it? I hate it. It's It feels just like sex. Your partner can give you a hand job. It just mixes up your own routine. If you want to last longer in bed, you can use the stamina training unit. Uh, unit. It's made of body safe material. You can use it over and over again. You just come in it, wash it, wash it out. It travels well. They got a new one called the Fleshlight Go. It's You can take it with you. You take it with go. you on the airplane. Lighter. Yeah, you can yeah. take it anywhere. And, um, you know, it's a, and what's a good flashlight experience without some award-winning lube? If you go to my website, click on the flashlight banner, use code EMILY, buy yourself a flashlight, you'll get some of their award-winning lube. So do that now, people. Thanks for listening. Love you. Bye.